17 minutes uh, before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. It's our headline segment. And uh, tonight we uh, talk uh, as, uh, yeah, earlier on today, President Cyril Ramaphosa hosted his uh, counterpart, uh, President Brahim Ghali of the Sahrawi Arab Democratic Republic, who is out in South Africa for a state visit. Now, uh, earlier on today, uh, there was certainly a lot of uh, pomp ceremony, the type of... Um, you know, military parades and uh, all of the commands, uh, you know, uh, national salute, present arms and all of that, um, uh, as, of course, uh, is often associated with visits of this kind. But also, I think this visit uh, has its own political significance, as you many of you would often hear um, in the corridors of uh, Durko and some of the, you know, announcements often made and even... Uh, in the governing party, this uh, issue of Western Sahara. And so today it's a perfect opportunity as the Sahrawi people visit us uh, for a state visit today uh, for us to talk just briefly about uh, the uh, history of uh, the national struggle out in uh, Western Sahara, uh, what has given rise to it, the you know role of uh, Morocco uh, insofar as the... Um, uh, national question is concerned in that part of the world. And uh, yeah, where are we? Are we any nearer uh, to the uh, Sahrawi people's uh, quest for self-determination? Um, and more importantly, what does a visit of this kind mean in the geopolitics of it all? And tonight, joining us to uh, tell us all about this, no stranger to the show, is Ndade Isaac Khomo. He's an analyst of African affairs and joins us now on the line. Ndade Khomo, good evening. As always, a pleasure. Good evening to you and good evening to the listeners. Thank you very much for joining us. Maybe just before we get into, you know, the significance of this particular visit by President Brian Ghali earlier on today, give us some of the background, the context and the history of Western Sahara and uh, I guess uh, the circumstances that gave rise to this um, decade, if not century long contest for self-determination. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's long, but I'll try to make it uh, short and sure, sure. comprehensible. Uh uh, Western Sahara, it used to be called in the days when it was a Spanish colony, it used to be called Spanish Morocco. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. it was. Okay. Uh, so there were two Moroccos. There was Morocco, which was uh, ruled by the French, and then there was Spanish Morocco. Now, uh, the Sahrawis, uh, when other African countries were getting independence, the Sahrawis, really the French, did not, they did not have any any idea of leaving that place. And so there was a, a rebellion started there, mm. led by the Polisario movement. And funny enough, that rebellion was being assisted by Morocco and Algeria. But then uh, when the rule of uh, Salazar, that is the fascist leader of, uh, of Spain, collapsed, the new Spanish government, the military government, actually sort of... Uh, Withdrew from and withdrew unceremoniously from Western, from sorry, from Spanish Morocco. Mm. Yeah, but then and when that took place, the, the Moroccans started laying claims to that territory, seeing that it was part of uh, Morocco, of, of Morocco, and to actually fortify that claim, they will open the case in the International uh, Court of Justice. So what happened that the ruling of the International Court of Justice, ICJ, was this that uh, although that the, that the 
Arab tribes, uh, because that's a term that they use, Arab tribes. People don't understand that, but there are, mm. uh, there are Arab tribes. They had some relation with the, Morocco, with the Moroccan kingdom, but they were never, ever part of Morocco. So Morocco has got no claim to that territory. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So when Morocco lost that, that, that case, uh, King, the late King Hassan organized his people to actually invade the people. They had the Green March, where the people just marched into Western, Sah- Western Sahara, yeah, and claiming to be Moroccan territory. That was in 1975. Mm, mm. And behind the people, the army came and moved in. So what you find is this, that Morocco actually sort of occupied that territory forcibly. And on the other end, the Mauritanians also took part, the lower third, or the lower half of, 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 of Spanish Morocco. Polisario continued fighting the two adversaries, that is the Mauritanians and the, and, 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 and the Moroccans. Um, with the fighting, the Mauritanians had a weaker army and did not much support. They were stretched. They actually had a military coup and they withdrew from the areas which they were hanging on. And that was occupied by the Polisario. Mm. That area until today is still in Polisarian hands. It's about a 20%, which is to the south. However, the Moroccans in their occupation, they had the support of the French. This was coming from the fact that Spanish Morocco, it it has got huge reserves of uh, rock phosphate and also of uh, uranium. Mm. They are associated there. And also they've got uh, iron ore and they've got a very big potential of uh, having oil of the continental shelf. And of course, that continental shelf has got the richest fishing area of, uh, in fact, of so good sea, even of the African continent, because basically it's a spawning area and it's not being fished. Now, the Moroccans, having the support of the French, continued hanging on to that, and they actually sort of got the French support in the military, uh, in, 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 in the military effort. And at that time, the South Africans also assisted the Moroccan uh, government uh, militarily. However, the fighting actually escalated to a point that uh, the OEU actually got involved in that conflict and they tried to mediate. The mediation of the OAU actually gave recognition to, policy, to the Polisarian claim of independence. That issue angered the Moroccans, and they should remember that they withdrew from the OEU. Uh, the King of Spain said that the OEU was a, was a collection of drum bashers. That meaning that it was just an African thing where the only thing they could know is to bash the drum. It was an insult. However, you know, fighting can know that the OEU escalated the <clears throat> issue to the United Nations. Mm. And at the United Nations, a special uh, envoy was formed. Eventually, it was uh, the Baker. It was, uh, it was the American uh, diplomat, the Thai diplomat Baker. 
Jacob got the two sides together, and the first thing that he managed to do was to get a ceasefire. And uh, in the talks, uh, which were very, uh, very, very hard, um, they agreed, eventually there was an agreement which was reached, uh, known as the Baker II. In this agreement that both sides agreed that there had to be a referendum of the citizens of the indigenous uh, Western Sahara, Saharawis, uh, the referendum would decide, would vote on two issues. Either the Saharawis want to be part of the Moroccan kingdom mm. or they want to be an independent state. Morocco agreed to this. Um, the, 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 the list of the, the, uh, the, the population, um, the population records, the Spanish population records were taken to actually ascertain which people were really bonafide um, Sahrawis. Mm. Now, when preparation has been done for the elections, the Moroccans literally sabotaged that, pulled back and said that they no longer agreed to the issue of independence and of Western Sahrawi. What they proposed was this, that the Sahrawis could be an autonomous state of the Moroccan kingdom. So like and a federal federate, state, basically. Yeah, like a, mm. like a federal state, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. It's an autonomous state. Or they normally call it as an autonomous state mm. of, of Morocco, yeah. So that issue is where the uh, whole thing came and uh, ended. But then the, Moro- the Moroccans had the support of the French in the, in, in, in the Security Council where the issue of actually forcing, where the Security Council could actually force the, 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 the holding of um, the referendum, that was defeated by the French. And further, the French defeated any moves uh, to get the United Nations mission, or to mandate the United Nations mission in Western Sahara to look into, to give them a mandate to look into humanitarian issues. They're just there as observers. They've got no mission or right or mandate to protect the people, yeah, which is a very big contradiction, as you find that uh, they do not impose the right to protect. An issue which took the NATO countries into, 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 into Libya. Now, that being the situation, the Americans did not recognize the independence of the claims of Morocco. This through the action of the of, of, of the Black Caucus, that is a group of black uh, senators. Yeah, they would not allow that. But then we find that under Trump, uh, Trump in his moves to actually please and to promote the Israelis, he actually bribed the Moroccans with a recognition, American recognition, under the uh, but on the condition that the Moroccans recognize the state of Israel. Mm. Uh, the, yes, the Moroccans gladly did that, as many other countries have done that. They recognize the state of Israel and also the issue of the Jerusalem being the capital mm. of, for, of, of Israel. Yeah. And in return, Trump has actually recognized Moroccan claims over Western Sahara. Mm. Yeah. 
Now, that was in, under Trump. The Spanish also came to, to a point that what they recognized was our ease on uh, the Moroccan uh, proposal of um, Western Sahara being an autonomous state of the Moroccan kingdom. So that had been the impasse for the last, um, I would say, from the, for the last two to three years since the time of Trump. Yeah. But now the issue mm. has been changing. It should be understood that the biggest supporter of uh, Polisario uh, is... Uh, is, 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 is basically Algeria. Uh, most of the model of, of the, the, the Western Saharawis, they are in Algeria. In Tindouf, there's a very big refugee camp there. Yeah, and they've been getting Algerian support. Now, with the new geopolitical situation, which is centered around energy, the southern European countries, the Mediterranean countries, have become heavily dependent upon Algeria for gas supplies. There's a gas pipeline which goes to France. There's another one which goes directly to, 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 to Spain via Morocco. Yeah. And uh, this has been closed for some time. And the French and the Spanish, they are very, very eager to get this uh, pipeline actually sort of in operation. It is operational, but not mm. in full capacity. And so, basically, the, the African group or the group which supports uh, the Sahrawi, they do have some, a beginning to have some leverage. Number two is this at the Biden administration. The Biden administration got trapped in the full 100% support of, uh, of, 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 of the Moroccan claims. But they have not rescinded uh, action which was, um, which, which, uh, uh, that's the Ronald Trump's action of recognition of, uh, Moroccan, uh, hold on the, on Sahrawi territory. Well, they did rescind the, uh, we could remember that, uh, Trump rescinded recognition of Cuba, mm. of the Cuban state. Mm. That thing could be done even now, but Biden has not done it. Yeah, they just got cold feet. Yeah, so you find that right now, uh, but right now you find that the Sahrawi situation or the North African situation is on top of the agenda within the, within the United Nations. And again, another thing which took place was this, that Morocco, although they were not founder members of the African Union, uh, because they're not members of the AU, uh, they actually applied to join the AU. Mm. Uh, this basically it was a it was a strategic move which has been pushed by the French simply because of the of, of the coming African common market. Uh, the French basically want to enter that market uh, through financial uh, institution, French American French uh, uh, financial institution which are headquarters in Morocco. But Morocco could not participate in the African common market had they not been uh, full members of the AU. So the French, they used their muscles to muscle the majority of African countries, which are French-speaking, uh, former French colonies, to allow 
to vote for the inclusion or the, 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 the acceptance of Morocco's request into the AU. That came to place. But you find that with the AU founding documents, the most important thing is that African countries have got to recognize the colonial borders, mm. which Morocco does not. Yeah. Yet the African countries sort of have got against their own founding principles. Now that, again, it's a contradiction. Why is that? Again, do, do you think in Dadakomo that's just rank opportunism or is it an outcome of, you know, I guess how geopolitical interests are stacked up? Well, that's how geopolitical interests of Africa is. African countries basically, I'm sorry to say, but let me say it openly, they're a bit of a joke. Uh, I mean to say that uh, they do not have the independence. The sovereignty is not there over the mm. political and economic issues. Yeah? You find the same thing happening with the... Of giving, of giving Israel uh, observer status uh, within, the, within the AU. That thing was not even voted upon. Yeah, but it was pressure from some superpower, mm. the Americans or the French. Yeah. Let's talk and about this. At, yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, I just, I think in that context as well, it might be helpful. I mean, I think, thank you so much for the very rich context that you've given us, uh, even at a mm. multilateral level about how this particular conflict between Morocco and the Sahrawi, uh, or the Polisario Front, I should rather say, um, has, you know, I guess shifted even founding positions of some multilateral organizations, the AU in this case. Uh, what do you make of today's visit? Um, what yeah. Today's video is very, it's very crucial because basically, as I said, that um, the Sahrawi, the Sahrawi issue, it has actually resurrected as far as importance is concerned. It has actually taken not the center stage, but it's, it's up, it's been up in the agenda, both at the at, at the UN and at the AU. But then the forces which actually support the Sahrawi uh, claim to independence, they have got to come to get themselves together because somehow they do have a representation in these two major bodies and they are needed. They need to actually represent the Sahrawi claims or Sahrawi cause uh, correctly and fully. And to do that is where you need people to caucus. And so this is part of uh, the visit. I think that's the major part of the visit of, of, of uh, President Brian uh, Ghali. Any, I guess, economic or shared mutual economic interests beyond, I guess, just the immediacy of the political resolution of this crisis out there? Well, economic, uh, economic uh, benefits are there. I mean, to say right now, you find that Africa is actually coming together in actually looking at itself as a region, uh, as I mentioned, the common market. But you find that uh, Sahrawi, Western Sahara, is rich in phosphate. And uh, Morocco has been exploiting that phosphate. It will be remembered that some time ago, some two years, three years ago, there was a ship which had Sahrawi phosphate, which was on its way, I think, either to Australia mm-hmm. or, uh, or, 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 or New Zealand, which stopped at Cape Town and it was impounded by the South African states. And the case was actually open. Saying that uh, that phosphate, it was illegal. It was illegally 
obtained from uh, Sahrawi, uh, from Sahrawi territory. And uh, that faucet was actually sold, as being uh, stolen in the illegal commodity. Sold where? Here in South Africa? That was given to the Sahrawi. Was it sold where? Where? Where it was it was, an, it was auction. Oh, international. Uh, it was auctioned by, this, uh, by, 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 by the court ordered it to be auctioned. And it's very easy to auction that. You just impound the court, the, the, the sheep, and then from there you just float a, a, a tender internationally. That means that it will be bought. It will be bought by any country, an Arab country, or any country which needs for, rock phosphate. Rock phosphate is a hot, 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 hot. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hot cake issue. Mm. It is a fertilizer, yeah. Oh, yes, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a fertilizer. That's a raw material for making phosphate fertilizer, and uh, mm. rock phosphate, ph- phosphate fertilizer are very, very important ingredients in, in in agriculture. Yeah, yeah. Maybe then, just uh, you know, um, as as we think about this particular visit today, uh, as you're saying, it's a perfect moment for a very sort of pro-Sahrawi independence. Lobby globally, caucus, or mm-hmm. caucus. If I, yeah, yeah, I think that's a better uh, um, formulation. A caucus uh, to come and put their heads together, strike a common position. Talk to me about the global multilateral institutions. I mean, what has the UN said about this? What have um, some of those entities? Uh, how have well, they looked upon this? Okay, no, the UN stance is still very right is the Baker Two mm. Agreement. That's what the UN says. But now, the thing which can take place is this, that the UN, the Security Council, can actually force the holding of, those, of, of, of that referendum. Mm. Uh, so, uh, Morocco doesn't have to agree. But now that the whole thing is being pussyfoot, and they're actually begging Morocco to agree. But the, the Security Council, they've got the power to actually say that the referendum will be held. As they said, uh, as issues like what's happening with the intervention in Libya, yeah. Hmm. So now that is where the Western countries are actually sort of delaying this and they're doing it on purpose. But now I think uh, with this whole thing is tilting a bit to the, could I say, to the Africanist um, resolution of uh, the. Sahrawi issue, mm. whether the Security Council could say that Morocco is holding back very critical issues which are affecting the, the, the European, the EU, uh, sorry, the EU countries. Yeah, that is gas and other things. And not only yeah. that, there is possibility of drilling for gas in, uh, in, 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 in uh, Sahrawi, Sahrawi waters. So they said that Morocco is a stumbling block and they can actually force the, the, the referendum to be had. And I guess that decision might come a lot sooner with the European winter, certainly now on, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the European winter, and this European yeah. winter is not only one year's winter, they're talking about two years. Mm. But basically, even two years, they cannot do, they'll never do it. Uh, the American gas is uh, to transport it to, 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 to Europe. It's a logistic nightmare. Mm. Uh, the Norwegian gas, they cannot uh, solve them got those capacities. The British are trying to have more gas. In fact, the British now, they're going back you know, to fracking. Yeah, and that's getting some opposition. Yeah, they're looking at Kazakhstan gas. They're looking at gas from Israel. 
Uh, they're looking for gas from Egypt. The gas which is in Israeli waters, I think it's equivalent to about what the Russians supply in just one year. Wow. What su- Russia can supply Europe in one year or even six months is the total gas that's in, that the total reserves that are in Israeli hands. So they are trying to get gas from wherever they possible. They're upping the gas supplies from, uh, uh, from, from, from Mozambique, North Mozambique, which basically is total, yeah. Mm. That's why they're actually sending now, uh, they're prepared to send troops, AU troops, to come and assist Mozambique in combating the, in combating the Islamic uh, terrorists there. But then the cheapest gas is there from uh, north, Northwest, North, 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 Northwest Africa. That is Algeria, Western Sahara. Tadekomo? Hmm. We're going to have to leave it here for tonight. Always a pleasure catching up with you and uh, really appreciate the rich context and uh, background you give us, which uh, allows all of us to better understand, I think, a lot of the developments that are unfolding around us and uh, till we speak again. Okay, thanks for having me. That is Akomo, is an analyst of uh, African and international affairs joining us this evening for our headline segment.